I feel damn good knowing it's only 25 minutes left to go in the program. Abbreviated Hoffman Show uh, this evening as we'll hand things over to Maryland Terrapins basketball. They're at home playing host to Alcorn State. We'll get your pregame coverage starting at 630. I want to thank Craig Hoffman, I guess, for coming on and doing Overreaction Tuesday with us. The old role reversal at its finest here on the Team 980. Couple of different things to get to. We got real things, real people said in the real microphones before we get out of here. And this is a super spicy edition of Real Things because uh, Stephen A. Smith had some things to say. Before we get to that, though, there was another man that had some things to say Sunday postgame. Montez Sweat, formerly of the Washington Commanders, now with the Chicago Bears, was all giddy and excited after Chicago beat the Detroit Lions this past weekend at home. It was a damn good game. Montez Sweat played well. That Bears defense playing at a top-five level since the trade deadline when they acquired Montez Sweat. I guess all the high rankings and good production has Montez Sweat feeling pretty silly right about now. He had this to say about his former team. Where I came from, it was, you know what I'm saying, it was kind of like just waiting on the season and and kind of. But here it's like... uh, Every week, you know, it's, it's a new challenge, and people want to play for the for the man beside him. Man. That's that's what I'm here for. <laughs> There's so many different ways you can go with that, Anthony. I I rarely have ever asked for a, a double audio play. Can we just run it back one more time to let the people hear Montez Sweat Sunday talking about his former team, the Washington Commanders? Where I came from, it was, you know, what I'm saying it was kind of like a. Just waiting on the season and, and kind of. But here it's like uh, every week, you know, it's, it's a new challenge and people want to play for the for the man beside him. Man. That's, that's what I'm here for. That's what he's here for, ladies and gentlemen. The Bears highly scrutinized for trading for Montez Sweat. They give Washington a very high second-round pick, and they go out and extend him. They believe Montez Sweat making $20 million annually for the next four years. Some folks like the deal for Chicago. Some folks hate the deal for Chicago. I hate this situation for all parties involved. Because I think everyone looks bad at this situation. Montez, you were one of the pillars and leaders of this football team. So if guys were packing it in and mailing it in and praying for the end of the season, it's because of you. It's the tone that you set. But this is the thing that really got me looking at Ron Rivera and the folks in that building like, y'all are embarrassing. You acting like Montez Sweat got traded to the Philadelphia Eagles or, or got traded to the Kansas City Chiefs or got traded to the Ravens, somewhere where the culture is actually good. He got traded to Chicago. He got traded to Chicago. And he's already drawing comparisons about how much better the Bears are than Washington. First-year head coach, Matt Eberflus. Second-year general manager, Ryan Poles. Chicago. Chicago doesn't know what culture is yet. Yet Montez Sweat seems like he's helping establish their culture. But honestly, this condemns Ron Rivera more than it does anyone else. Anthony, can you run back the sound one more time? Because I need to hear it fresh. Where I came from, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a... You know what I'm saying? Just waiting on the season and, and kind of. Hmm, but interesting. here it's like uh, every week, you know, it's, it's a new challenge. And people want to play for the for the man beside him. Man. That's, that's what I'm here for. 
It's actually quite alarming considering when Montez Sweat got dealt from the Washington Commanders. There was damn sure a lot to play for at that point in the season. It was the second Philadelphia game. Washington loses 38-31, to and it was the last time we saw Chase Young and Montez Sweat playing a burgundy and gold uniform. At that point in time, Washington – was what? Three and five? Or three and four going into that Giants game? Or excuse me, going into that second Philadelphia game? All of your predetermined goals at the beginning of the season were still way out in front of you. And for Montez Sweat, someone who is in a contract year, of course, you better have something to play for. You were trying to earn the bag. So the fact that we're in the second week of December, four weeks left to go in the season, and Montez is saying in his previous stop here in Washington that they were already looking towards season's end. When you put this together, talking about Montez's comments, in combination with the Jeremy Fowler and John Kime report, one thing is oh so clear. Ronald Eugene Titanic Rivera has 110% lost the Washington Commanders locker room. It's not even close. It's not even close. He has 110% lost this locker room. There is a lack of respect that the players have for him in that locker room. And uh, you're probably saying, huh, what do you mean the players don't respect Ron Rivera? Chase Young. Chase Young. Pass rushing specialist. Told them what he was and wasn't going to do. You look at your favorite defensive ends around the league. T.J. Watt, Bosa, Max Crosby with the Raiders, Khalil Mack. One thing all of those guys have in common, they rush the passer with their hand in the dirt. Not Chase Young. And the best part about all of it, and I probably sound like a broken record because I bring this up any chance I get. The best part about all of it is when Chase Young had his introductory press conference in San Francisco, one of the reporters, shout out to whoever it was, astute enough to ask Chase, hey, do you see yourself or why did you play with your hand up so much? Or why was you playing as a stand-up rusher so much with Washington? And Chase, lying through his dreads, lying through his dreads, says, oh, that's just what our defense asked of us. No. Chase did what Chase wanted. Montez did what Montez wanted. I think it's ironic, too. Remember, Anthony, when the trade happened, all we heard was, yeah, Chase Young trading him is like addition by subtraction. Oh, Montez Sweat, though, we really wanted to keep him around. We really thought he was a key building block moving forward. That was probably a little bit of ass-kissing because clearly Montez Sweat is checked out. Montez Sweat sat there and told you, hey, bro, season's over for us. Everyone's packing it in. We're mailing it in. And the thing is, I follow all of these cats on Instagram. So I'm bitter about some other stuff right now. Um, Bye week. Really good time for you to install some new principles defensively since you just switched coordinators. Really good time to try to dot your I's and cross your T's and get ready for this final month of the season, which isn't a cakewalk.
wasn't a cakewalk, but instead, Jahan Dotson at home in his hometown asking where the leg's at. <laughs> you got other players in their hometowns cooling. And we're a 4-9 and nine football team, and guys aren't here putting work in. I got to stop getting frustrated at the little stuff, but it just bothers me. It just bothers me. It's another indictment on Ron Rivera and the job that he has done the last four years with the Washington Commanders. Montez Sweat ethering the Washington Commanders. It's something that I didn't see happening. It's like throwing salt in the wound. Season's already over. You're four and nine. The Bears are two games out of a playoff spot. That's another thing we haven't really discussed here on this program. How angry would you all be if Washington went and rattled off a couple of wins in a row? Because when you look at the playoffs standings in the uh, NFC, Washington right now is the 14 seed. But only two games separate them and the Green Bay Packers in the loss column with four games left to go. So you're saying there's a chance. No. There's no chance at all. But it would anger the hell out of you all if they somehow did limp their way into the postseason. Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat. Cliff, if you're still on the line, how are you, buddy? I'm all right. What do you want to tap in on, my friend? See, you've been waiting for a while. Um, I'm talking about um, Emmanuel Forbes. Um, I was mentioning back during that time in March before the draft even happened, I, w- I was asking uh, Greg Hoffman about um, Anthony J- um, Antonio Johnson from, T- Johnson from Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned to him that he was a six foot three. He played corner and safety and also played the slot. And I think he blew me off when that saying that I didn't know um, – I didn't – that I might have been making the wrong pick. But then when the draft came, Jacksonville picked him up, and he's playing better than what we have here. That's all. Here's what it is. For the future, though, of Jamin Davis. Oh, he already – we lost him. We lost Cliff. Fifteen minutes left to go in the program before we hand things over to our coverage of Maryland Terrapins basketball. You can listen to the game right here on the Team 980 as they play coast to Alcorn State. Real things, real people said in the real microphones before we get out of here. Real quick, though, something that I had noticed that I was scrolling, getting ready for the show today. We didn't get into this particular team. The Washington Wizards last night absolutely mollywopped at the hands of the Philadelphia 76ers. And for all the Wizards fans out there who are questioning the direction of this program and questioning what's going on, With this basketball team, there are four names that matter for the rest of the season. Denny Avdia, Corey Kispert, Bilal Koulibaly, and Johnny Davis. That's it. That's all. Kyle Kuzma's a good story. I think he's trying to be a leader. He's improved in every aspect of his game. Love that about him. He's a pillar in the community already. But I don't really care about him either. Jordan Poole. Doesn't really matter. May not be here in the next couple of months. The final 60-plus games of the season for Washington is all about growth and development. I know I sound like Ron Rivera when I say this, but I mean it. Bilal Koulibaly looks like the best Wizards first-round pick 
dare I say, since Bradley Beal. I mean, he looks that good. Never in my life covering basketball, watching basketball, have I ever seen an offensive prospects game undersold the way scouts and evaluators undersold Bilal Koulibaly. He's getting it off the bounce. He's got a Euro step in his game. He can shoot off the dribble. West Unsell Jr., if you're listening right now, I know you guys are probably traveling. You're here tomorrow hosting the Pelicans. If you're in the area, turn up your radio dial real quick. West Unsell Jr., please start Bilal Koulibaly the rest of the way. What are we doing? What are we doing? 29 minutes per game for your number one draft pick on a team that probably isn't going to win more than 10 or 11 games this year. That's all I ask, Wes. One final segment left to go here on the Hoffman Show. Real things, real people said in the real microphones. It's going to get real X-rated on the other side of this break. Charles Barkley laying down the lumber on Zion Williams. It's next here on The Fan. 